Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. If I don't see them titties, I'm not mourning. How's that even possible? Well, honestly, is there a sport that takes less skill than bobsled? What's wrong with you? What? No? What's actually wrong with you? Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am the host of the show. I am super stoked that you are here joining us for episode 209. That's how you say it, right? 209? It's not 209, is it? Am I saying it wrong? I'm going to say 209. But I'm, I'm feeling judged for some reason. If you would like to be a part of the show, we like to be interactive here. Not to the point where you can actually call us while we're on the air. But you can get pretty close. You can leave us a message, as some people do. 949-464-TBLS is the voicemail line if you want to be have your voice heard on the show. You can also send us an email, which is what most people do. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You got to get on our Facebook group. This ever since I went from a page to a group, I got the page. Sometimes I'll do something on the page and then I'll share it to the group, but the group gets much more action. It's just like I don't know it sh- I don't know the algorithm. I don't know computers. But what I'm saying is is that a lot of you, oh, and that's the other thing is that it's not just us pushing content to you. Like it was on the page. On the group, anybody can post to it. If you're in the Baller Lifestyle Facebook group, you're part of the conversation whether we want you to be or not. So um, do that. Join the Baller – search the Baller Lifestyle Facebook group or whatever. It's a closed group. I don't know why. I didn't didn't intend it to be that way. I'm not sure how it works. But just request it and our staff, the Baller Lifestyle – headquarters staff will allow you into the group except for one guy like tried to ask me if I was interested in joining the Illuminati or something and I immediately banned him so don't do I don't want to be in the Illuminati and I don't want to like have face to faces with any of you but join the group and be part of the conversation the ball lifestyle podcast on Facebook and of course subscribe to the show on iTunes we should do another iTunes contest uh, where you guys leave. I haven't checked the reviews in a while, but they're pretty piss poor considering the thousands of people that listen to the show every week and we have like a hundred reviews. So that's kind of, that kind of sucks. Uh, and of course, Patreon, the real heroes of the show are the people that contribute a monetary donation on patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Go there and make a contribution if you can afford to. Uh, joining me now, of course, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? 
I'm doing well. Um, you were questioning 209 or 209. Ooh, I remember nice. having a feel like it would be a middle school teacher kind of thing telling me that two or telling the class that and is for the like decimal, decimal place. Right. That's yeah. what I thought. That's then what again, I got. Then. I had a teacher that used to tell us um, double space after periods, and that's not true. You're not supposed to do that. You know, we're talking. We're talking about arming. Well, you know, double spacing after periods is that sort of was a thing, and then it was like your choice, and now it's fallen out of favor. So it was like a. It right, probably was. I'm just saying. Over the years, some right. you know all the Pluto bullshit. Like, you know, teachers are not always right over the years. I've had some pretty lousy teachers, but the great ones are great. You know, it's like one of those yeah. things. There's very few in between teachers. Yeah, I feel like I only had great or bad. I was thinking of this teacher we used to torment. I think I was a freshman, and I think it was English class, and it's long been discussed that I was a juvenile delinquent. We don't need to rehash that, but I had this English teacher and she was a slightly older lady and she just was not cut out for what we were throwing at her. So we would do the thing where somebody would start tapping their foot and then like that would like the whole class, like then someone else would start doing it in time. And then eventually you get the whole class like tapping their foot in time together and just like acting like nothing was going on and she'd get real frustrated and we wouldn't, we wouldn't stop. And then somebody would like get up to go to the bathroom. They turn off the light and just like stuff like that, like constantly. And this poor woman, I think she may have retired even during the semester or it was just, it was, she'd had enough. And, but all I was thinking is I was thinking about this the other day. I hadn't thought about her in a while. I was thinking, you know what she needed? Fucking handgun. <laughs> if only she had had a handgun, my life I mean, would probably be over right now. Like she would have regulated quickly and I would have been in the sights of her both, weapon. Yeah. Both my sisters are teachers and my mom was a teacher. And like my older sister has, has a little bit of fight in her. So maybe under the right training, she can make something happen. My mom and sister would have definitely murdered innocent people oh, by sure. mistake. They were they would never be able to deal. No, no. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, we, you know, thinking about teachers, you drove nuts. So I had a Spanish teacher, not not the one I was very trying, much attracted to. Another older uh, lady, and she was she was like mean, and we used to just intentionally drive her nuts by like, you know, the, 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 the word dice, D D I C E. Yeah, and we would just dice. like, would be reading it and we'd just go dice. She'd be like, Oh, it's dice. Yeah. It's dice. Yeah. And just always go dice. <laughs> Cause that was all we could do to her. Like if you just pretended you didn't quite get it, like it would drive her nuts. Like dice, there's no dice. And she'd go through the, the, uh, how the vowels are pronounced and still just be like dice. It's a it's a tough gig. Like it's a tough gig. Like just coaching the, you know, coaching kids basketball yeah. for a couple practices and a game a week. And like, I have to like lay on the floor when I'm done with practice. Like I'm just, I'm exhausted. Stressful. It's, yeah. They're, they're awful. Yeah. And it's like your teacher, like you don't make that much money. 
And, you know, you make a living depending on where it is. You can make a living doing it. Um, and the kids are fucking assholes, especially like depending on the grade and what area you're in. What it's, you know, I mean, it's all different kinds of challenges. You get them too young and they're not quite as dickish, but they don't know how to do shit. You have to like help them with everything, everything. everything. And then, you know, they get a little more independent and they get more dickish. Totally. hundred percent. It's junior highs where they really go off the rails. Uh, and the, and the only, but the bonus for you is. That you get the summer off. Right. Like that's, you know, that's like the, that's like the takeaway. Yeah. But it's, I only have to do this for nine and a half months. Like I get the summer off and I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Uh, anything else going on? Oh, I, yeah, I had a couple things I wanted to point out. One, I'm not, I, I obviously don't really love what comes out of her mouth, but, uh, I just got another like recent look at, uh, Stacy dash. She really holds up well. She's like 50, Ed. I know. She's 50 or something yeah. like that. Like she, I mean, I know the black don't crack, but she is, it's ridiculous you know, how her, young she looks. Her black especially doesn't crack. Like she looked, cause she was in her thirties, right? When she did. Yeah, passing clueless. for Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, just a supreme honey. And, uh, you know, movie, little movie discussion. I, I don't. I don't set out to be a contrarian. Like oh. I, I saw the movie Game Night this week. I thought it was delightful. Oh, a little uh, uh, Bateman being oh, Bateman. I, who doesn't love Bateman? He's a treasure. He's so and good. He, he does good Bateman in this one. Yeah, it's a best. fun, you know, silly comedy. Uh, Black Panther. You saw it. It's, Review. I mean, it's. I'll just say it's being graded on a curve right now. It's gotta be. It's gotta like, be. I, I, we've talked about, you know, what's great behind it and everything, but it is still, and I would say it's probably, I mean, it's probably the best superhero movie that's not made by Chris Nolan. Right. Like of all these, you know, it's way better than like all the other stuff I've seen, Captain America, all that. But, uh, it's, it's a superhero movie with the 30 minute CGI fight at the end. And, you know, like the same, it's, it's a superhero movie. Like, I saw it today. They're like, so this has got to be a shoe in for a best picture nomination. Stop like, it. What? Stop. What? It's a superhero movie. It's a superhero movie. Like, yeah, it's an overdue superhero that like finally have a black superhero, but like, and it's, you know, well done for a superhero movie, but like, come on, it's being graded on a curve right now for this to be like, you know, award darling stuff. Like what, what's going on? It's, it's just a superhero movie. Good vi- Michael B. Jordan, charismatic villain. There's a lot going for it, but it's being graded on a curve. On the roids. Um, yeah. I, I I mean, I could see that. I'm just, I'm not going to be seeing Black Panther. I was getting my son's um, input because he's pretty tuned into this, to what's going on in the nerd world. And I'm like, you want to see this Black Panther? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, what's, like, what's up? And I'm like, what's, what even is it? And he's like, well, he's like, it's kind of like Green Lantern. He hates Green Lantern because Green Lantern's powers all come from a ring. And he did they make a Green Lantern movie? They have made a Green Lantern. Or I don't know, but he just, just in general, Seth Rogen. No, that's Green Hornet. He, uh, in general, he hates the Green Lantern. I think Ryan Reynolds might have been, they might have done a Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds before he's Deadpool. And but that's not the point. He's like this Black Panther. His like his whole power is a suit. 
And he's like, that's lame. Like, he likes dudes to have actual powers. Isn't that Spider-Man? Wait, doesn't he? No. Spider-Man gets bitten by a radioactive spider. Well, I mean, the reason why I liked the Batman movies is because he doesn't have superpowers. No, he's it's a all in his suit. Yeah. It's all it's it's just a guy. I mean, yeah, he, they he's, take it a little far, but he's just a guy, like a vigilante. He's a bad he's motherfucker. A, yeah, yeah, and he's, that's he's how I can. I mean, it's you know a little death wishes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, like, I'm for sure seeing death wish. It's my yes. understanding it comes out this weekend. Yeah, um, it's just going to be murder. Uh, just lots of murder. It's going to be great. Yeah, I've already announced that my son, I'm going to take my son and he can bring a friend and we're just going to watch Killing. And yeah, it's going to be like Clarence Boddicker for yes. two hours. Oh, the best. <laughs> All time <laughs> great villains. Um, okay, that's it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, so we got another voicemail. This guy called in last week. You want to hear it? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, let's Let's see what's up. Hey, guys. It's Sexy Rexy from New Mexico again. Uh, it's been a while. Hey, I just saw the leaked photos of Lindsey Vaughn's uh, undercarriage. And oh, I wanted to ask you guys a question. One is, do you think after her activities with Tiger Woods, uh, massive dong, that labial rejuvenation is in order. Unbelievable. And secondly, do you think they should throw in a stitch or two wow. as well to kind of tighten things up Field, down there? Added stitch. I'd appreciate your comments. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, uh, that's two weeks in a row for sex. That's three weeks in a row for sex. Yeah, he's on Rexy. fire. Yeah. The first week, not a lengthy message. Yes. Uh, I got to say, it is uncanny how similar Sexy Rexy's voice is to my old customer, John, who once picked up a hooker on an uptown Italian restaurant. <laughs> Fake to cold. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm going uh, down with something. Oh, guys, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm not going to have to. I'm not going to be able to stay for the main course. Uh, I, I gotta, I'm sick. I, um, well, a couple things. I'm not a Lindsey Vaughn fan, so to speak. I mean, she's she's, she's, she's she's handsome, right? Yeah, I, she's yeah, she's a nice looking. She's fella. good looking, but she's like she's a like a pretty large, muscular woman, right? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we should a, a myth needs to be dispelled. You guys know that um, vaginas are like dicks; they they come in all different shapes, right? They're like all they have different size vaginas, and they have different attributes and stuff. And I don't, I think that whole um, like. A vagina being stretched or something—it's that's resilient as hell. That's just a myth. (laughs) Like they babies come out of there and then they just go back to what they were. Like it's not. I I mean, even the smallest baby is is even the smallest baby would dwarf, uh, uh, you know, Lexington steel. (laughs) Like deep pull. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like there's they're they're resilient. They're resilient. Um, they they are what they are. Are there dick pictures of Tiger Woods out there? Yeah, I think we talked about it on the show at one no, point. I, did, I didn't know. Yeah, see, I'm put together. I, I I have yet to check in. Aside from the Aaron Andrews video, oh, I, I couldn't watch I've, that. I've never checked out anything. Uh, like anytime I hear this, I, I just have never done it. Like for for me, that is just like I. I don't know. Maybe in the back of my mind, I feel like there's going to be a SWAT team that comes through my window when I look at people's no, private t- pictures. Totally. I get it. Hold on. You know, if uh, so I've just Googled Tiger Woods 
NSFW. And you know if the link is on Reddit. Oh, yeah. Then there's going to be something. Those people are up to no good. Yeah, that's anything that happens on Reddit is like the like just the armpit of the in the butthole of the internet. Well, these are photoshopped. Yeah, I was going to say armpit is a little good for Reddit. Reddit is like, definitely a butthole. This one, there's a there's a Lindsey Vaughn one on this Reddit thing, and it's like she's in the snow with like um, sneakers on, and she's leaned back like po- put like pushing she's naked her- in the snow. Yeah, it's like it's like she's been. They photoshopped her head onto a picture from Club International or something like. Yeah. Or we, French, the French porn. And ball. another reason why I don't seek out nude pictures is like, I I mean once once video came around, yeah. like I don't know, my imagination was just ruined. Like I I need video. Um. Yeah. If I'm doing anything it's, with it, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's I don't like those guys. Like that's why I can't jerk off in the shower. Right. There are people. There are people. It's like clockwork for them. And it's like unless unless I get like you know uh, some sort of waterproof yeah. tablet in there. Yeah. Like I I need video. This is why. This is why my buddy and I won't say his name, but it it rhymes with Todd or it is Todd. Um, <laughs> this this is why my buddy Todd way back pre internet was trying to fund a startup for laminated porn because you just, some of us magazines in the show, right? Some of us, some of us can't, we need stimulation, you know, we don't just can't go to the mental Rolodex and use our memories to jerk it. So he's like, what, what if there was a laminated mag that was waterproof that you could bring Mm. in the shower with you for the shower jerker that also needs stimulation where you know where's the laminated porn i'm I'm surprised that didn't get made i guess the internet killed it like all businesses yeah i mean and it's it's sad because once upon a time like just getting brushed up against somebody at the right time you could you could use that in your brain to create a whole scenario and then it's like once the internet took off my brain has become mush. Yeah, you could like jerk off to like a girl in your class just like thinking about what she would look like naked. Right. You've never even seen it cl- no. anywhere close to that. Yeah. And it was like good. You're like, oh, I can make this really good. And you could just make it up. But we all we all lost its its evolution. We've lost that ability. Which is sad. It's sad for mm. us. Sad. We got some email. Hey right. guys. Hope everyone is swell. Quick question. How do you become a friend of the show? What is the vetting process? <laughs> is there an application to fill out? Do you need a 1099? Is it about the amount of newsworthy content you submit? Is Greco-Roman wrestling involved? How about the number of Beanie Babies owned? Do you need a fluid sample? Hope to, hope to get some clarity. Your friend? Question mark. Trav and the Braz. I, I feel like Trav and the Braz is approaching friend status. Like he's almost a friend of the show at this point, right? He's he he needs to do one major thing if oh, he ever know. expects to be a friend of the show. Just tell us where the Braz is. The Braz is not a thing to to mainstream I know, culture. I know, but the thing is, it's going to be such a letdown if he tells us. I would much right. at this point. I would much rather just. He know what the Braz is and no one else and him talk about it like it is a thing, calling himself Trav and the Braz, than him telling us that it's like whatever writes a bill had a theory that it was some county 
in Texas. And that, that would right. be such a bummer. Like, Oh, it's yeah. It's cause I'm from Brazos County in South Texas. Like, Oh yeah. yeah I, just I don't, don't know. I don't want to know. The Braz, the Braz sounds great. like somebody making up their own nickname. Like yeah. remember when Shaq called himself the big Aristotle and people are like, no, yeah. no, that's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's I, I don't know. Kobe called himself the black Mamba. Right. Just gave himself a nickname. You're not allowed to do that. No, it doesn't work that way. Brian and Ed, since you are the restroom etiquette show of record, can you advise if it is acceptable to fart while using the urinal? Keith in Indiana? No, it is not. Ed? Um, I, when, I'm, when I'm in a men's room by myself, there Anything is... Anything by yourself, that's like but a I'm tree saying, falling there, in the but woods. But I'm saying... I do understand there is a relaxation. It, it can come out there at, at the urinal, yeah. but I am under the, I mean, I try to go through life only farting in front of my sons. That's it. The only two people on earth that are subjected to farts are my sons. Same here. I, um, I will only blow it out in front of my children and then they try to tell on me. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Like my, and I'm like, what? Friend, Don't my, lie. My son's hot. Preschool teacher, I remember like, oh, yeah. you know, three years old or something. And he's like, daddy farts all the time. And like it, you know, I, yeah. I thought we were working on some chemistry here. And yeah, <laughs> kind of kills it. I thought, I thought that's, this was going to be one of my freebies. Yeah. Um, so big story this week, Ed. Okay. So people are talking about gun control. Where obviously yeah. this is not a political show. No. So we're not we're not gonna weigh in on whether or not that would be a good idea. Um but the people of the great state of Iowa, they have yeah. made their feelings clear, have they not? They they certainly have. Well, this all starts I guess in twenty eleven that I think after the age of twenty one people are just allowed to carry there. And right. Just recently, the Hawkeye State started issuing permits to blind people. Um, <laughs> after all, this, <laughs> state la- the state law uh, does not allow sheriffs to deny an Iowan the right to carry a weapon based on physical ability. Here's a quote. I'm not an expert in vision, Delaware County Sheriff John LeClaire said. At what point do vision problems have a detrimental effect to fire a firearm? You see, if you see nothing but a blurry mass in front of you, then I would say you probably shouldn't be shooting something. And yet, Iowa is not holding back on granting permits. Um, so, Brian, my question is this. Which city would you be more terrified walking down the street? Eastern Gouda, Syria, or Des Moines? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I, I can't, you can't go to Iowa now. No. I don't. If there's a blind person with a gun. Like, I'm sorry. It, it, you know, I, I want the best for everybody of every handicap. Sure. Thing, but like, you got to be able disability. to see to shoot a gun. Yeah, I would think you would need to. I'm. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not. I'm not necessarily an anti-gun guy. Um, I don't. I would think that one. Like, you would need a finger. I would think you need hands first of all. Like the next thing, yeah, you're gonna do, I, I would be. I would struggle if somebody was shooting guns with their toes. But I would feel better about somebody shooting with their toes than somebody who can't see. It's, I'll still say that it's kind of like that episode of That's Incredible where they're um, where they're like, "Hey, check out this 
woman that was born without arms. She could do everything with her feet. And she's like in the grocery store and she's just like grabbing um, produce with her toes and like yeah. putting it in the cart. And I was like, you know, I don't like maybe somebody could give her a hand. Right. I mean, I, I'm impressed by her can do attitude, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, don't be a dick. If you see somebody like really struggling with the, the feet, yeah, help them out. I mean, I mean, it's super cool how she could play the guitar and stuff, but um, like I'm going to want that avocado that she's touched right there. Like, you know, <laughs> she's going through trying to find the, the bruised tangelos and peaches. Like <laughs> I might, I, I might be the next shopper there and she's had her disgusting feet all over them. Like, so maybe yeah. give her hand. Yeah. It just, it seems like a, you know, a good thing to do. Um, I mean, I would, the only time I would say it would be okay is like in a very controlled environment. Like let's say they, they don't have good enough sight to drive a car. So they'd yeah. be like legally blind, but like maybe you can put them in a special area of a, of a firing range and they can just shoot at targets. But like, yeah. like you cannot let somebody carry. Like, what if you saw somebody strapped and they had the cane and they're just like crossing the street and then they're, like, they're strapped? Yeah. Do I do I hear something? Do I? Yeah. yeah. Should I shoot at it? Just maybe they get like a helper. You know how like sometimes they somebody's have somebody's like holding their elbow. Like yes. Yeah, you can shoot him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Squeeze. Um, I'm. I have to admit. I was on a I was on a ski trip the last few days, and one of the days it was snowing too hard to, so we just had to we were just like stuck inside, and that must I, no, and I had the Olympics on. Well, luckily, my kids have their phones and iPods and stuff, so oh, they okay. just have headphones on and they leave us alone. Um, and I had beer, but I had the Olympics on, and I was like getting kind of into it. And they did, they were doing the thing where they shoot the gun, the modern oh, pentathlon where yeah, they that looks tough. They look yeah, they're exhausted. Like, you got to make five shots. And if you miss one, they're like, Oh, sorry. Penalty lap. Take another lap. And they got, and it's wait, they're like, wait, I just won. No, you did it. You got to fucking ski around the thing again. And it's like, yeah, we could use more sports like that. I'm like, yeah, like into just that. torturous, tough sports. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, I, they're, the matches are too long, but if you tune in, it, I I recorded the like the gold medal curling and just tuned into the last like two innings. It was great. Yeah, and and we fucked up Canada. Fuck Canada. We destroyed yeah. you. We destroyed you at both of your sports in this Olympics. By the way, it's curling and hockey. Right, ladies, hockey. Not the men's. No. U.S. men got smashed. Well, we had to. We had like. AHL bench warmers. Yeah, that's a that's a good move by Gary Bettman. Really like, stupid. To not to not budge on that because you know who would want that advertising? Like the the hockey ratings. If you put like all of the Stanley Cup games combined, they equal like a preseason NFL game. Yeah, like the exactly. ratings. Like nobody watches this shit. But meanwhile, and people it's get like fired the Olympics up. is free advertising for it's those. So good. Those yes. Players. It's like people are like, oh, for this fucking Jonathan Quick is going off for the USA. You know, I might want to watch a Kings game after this. Like, that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it, how it works. It's called marketing. And this Gary Bettman, one, he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> he does. B, I saw him one time at a Ducks game, and he's like 5'3". And I had a better seat than him. 
Like he was, what? he was a, he's he, a commissioner. I know he's a commissioner of the league, and we were both like center ice. I had gotten hooked up by somebody, and we were both center ice. But he was like eleven rows behind me, and That's I was like even right worse there. than when I sat in front of Wayne Corbett at the Super Bowl. I look back and I'm like, sorry, buddy. That is, yeah. What about when you sat next to Don Mattingly at a at a prize fight? Yeah, yeah. same exact size as him. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, speaking of, yeah, New, but New York, but, but that was that was yeah. on uh, that was on the Union Bank of Switzerland's dime. I was sitting and Don Mattingly was in, sitting in really nice seats, but so was I. It was just corporate guys. And then bricklayers, lots of dudes with like oh, yeah. gold teeth and stuff. And like, you knew, you knew that you, if things got ugly, you needed to get the, get the fuck away from those guys. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, speaking of New York sports icons, <laughs> first we had Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. Dookie come yeah. out as a flat earther, mm-hmm. which is like I mean, he went to Duke. I don't know where Geno Smith went to college. Can I guess? Sure, guess. It's part of my question to you. Uh, okay, is it is it in the Big Ten? It is not. Ooh, okay, hold on. Well, now I don't know what I don't know what conferences colleges are in. Okay, I'll, I'm going to take a guess. He attended the University of. I was going to say Minnesota before. He attended the North Carolina State University. No. Okay, what was it? Rich Rod, West Virginia. Oh, that's right. The fucking he, he's a spread guy. I'm so he was dumb. Nev- he was never like good as a pro, but in college, he just was like one of those guys that goes seven and zero to yeah. start. To start the year, and he's the Heisman front runner, and then they went like one and four the rest of the way, or something, and he yeah. just fell off the map. And then he still got drafted pretty high by the Jets, and he sucked because, well, he sucked in college too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, he so, wasn't much of a thrower. Like he ran the option pretty much. No, I mean, yeah, he was he was, I guess, a, a somewhat efficient in that Rich Rod offense, but like. I don't know. He, I mean, it might have been the guy who, maybe Rich Rod. He started with Rich Rod and finished with that that old dude who who followed up Rich Rod when he went to Michigan. But uh, Dana but anyway. Orgeson. No, no, no. Before him, there was some oh, old dude right. who, like, I think he's dead now. No. But, uh, yeah, Bills. R.I.P. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, when Geno Smith went on Twitter Sunday morning to open up dialogue with with his followers about the Earth. Gina Smith has Twitter followers? <laughs> can't, can't be good. Yeah. Uh, I've been studying this whole flat earth versus globe thing. Versus dot, dot, globe? Dot. <laughs> and I think I might be with Kyrie on this. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Before, and he spelled it B number four. Yeah. Before you judge, do some HW. Homework. But what anyway. do you guys think? Smith posted for the rest of the morning and early afternoon. Smith's Twitter feed became a rabbit hole of earnest science lovers and flat earth conspiracy theorists. Every once in a while, Smith would retweet or chime in to stoke the fire. He started claiming he wasn't advocated one advocating one way or the other and saying rather, I think it's a good conversation. 
How many of those people who undoubtedly know Earth is a globe also believe in this Big Bang theory and evolution, Smith tweeted. Hey, guys, I'm glad we had this talk today. It was fun. LOL. I know how you all love to debate on Twitter, so this was good, dot, dot, dot. For the record, Earth is a globe. We know this. But why not listen to someone else's beliefs or truth, Smith wrote in truth in quotes. Uh... (laughs) But from now on, you can consider me a flat flat earther, and then in parentheses, or no, uh, crying, laughing emoji, and a peace sign. So, uh, Brian, what does this tell us about Rich Rod's commitment to academics? Oh, yeah, that's tough. Oh, I mean, West Virginia, you're not exactly dealing with a... I mean, you're you're starting off at a little bit of a disadvantage, I would say. Sure. Sure. You know, it's just not, I don't think the the schools are really measuring up. I don't think you're recruiting the same students that are student athletes that are going to Columbia. Or no, certainly not. Harvard, of course, Long Beach State would have to be in that conversation. Um, it's just, is Geno Smith, is, is he still, is he still a football player? He was Eli's backup last year. He went. He switched from the Jets to the Giants. But oh. I read in the story it said former Giants and Jets, so he's probably a free agent. Well, also when Eli got benched, somebody else started. Was it Gino? Uh, I think Gino did start, but they have this guy Davis Webb, who was a Cal quarterback that they really should have started because everybody knew Gino was never going to be the future. Like, why not? Te- why not test the other guy? Also, but- Davis Webb sounds like the bad guy golfer in the next Adam Sandler. Yeah, golf movie, or he sounds like maybe the uh, relative that goes and rescues uh, Thurston and Lovey Howell yes, yes. on the uh, Gilgan's yes. Island. Exactly. Um, speaking of the Olympics, yeah, um, a fine showing from European powerhouse Germany. Yeah, in the Olympics, I saw them going off in the bobsled. They were really good in the bobsled, and I. I Didn't they win by flipping over? I I'm, saw one team was oh, leading, know. and they skidded through the finish and still weren't first. They were upside down. How's that even possible? Well, look, honestly, is there a sport that takes less skill than bobsled? Yeah, it's pretty much the the back guy does the pushing, right? Yeah. Like you, you need to you need to have like the powerful legs. Yeah. But the front guy, I mean, what, hey, they say he's like working some sort of break, but really it's momentum, yeah. right? Yeah. Just lean just, to the yeah. turns. Yeah, just lean, turn, 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 and it's just it's got little, you know, it's got like rudder. Um, what are those things called? Like skis oh. on the front. Yeah, but they're like I mean they they have some sort of break. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah there's the, the guy in the back's called the brake man. Yeah. But what I mean, he can't even see. He's looking at the guy's ass. Exactly. So you just have to scream break to him? Like, what? I, I don't know. And it's like Herschel Walker did it, you know? Right. What's, Lolo Jones did it. Right. It's my one of my all-time least favorite people, Lolo Jones. Uh, so what's, Did you know she's a virgin? I know no, they I never talked about did it. Did you know that she's had some hard luck when it comes to winning gold medals? Yeah. Or medals at all? And it's not her fault, and we should still root for her because she's a virgin she's a that virgin. does the hurdles, and she's like the best in the world at the hurdles, except when everybody's watching. Yeah, and we should feel the only time her. people watch. Yeah, she never, she never um, clips those hurdles except when I'm looking at except her running a race. Every time she's on NBC. Yeah, 
Um, so speaking of the German bobsled team, like yeah. what powered them to winning that four-man gold medal? Well, jo- uh, Johannes Schur, the doctor for Germany's uh, Olympic ski team, told the New York Times that nearly all of the German athletes drink non-alcoholic beer during training. It was also revealed in the story that Germany now has more than 400 non-alcoholic beers on the market. Brian, should we take this disturbing news as a sign that Deutschland is once again fueling the tanks to become a global threat? <laughs> it's a little concerning. Um, 400. And let's, let's, let's be honest about German beer. German beer is not bad. It's good. It's, you know, they're basically, sure. they're, you know, credited with inventing yeah, beer or pioneering beer, whatever. Your purity law, that's right. their, like, thing. Ryan Heiskabut. But the thing about German beer is they're all pretty much lagers, unless you get, like, this, they have, like, smoke beer and, uh, you know, they have, like, right. box. It's solid, but it's the same shit. It's all the same. They all taste the same. So if you're going to – and all pretty much all Germans, huge drunks, uh, What? why would you need – like more than one kind of NA German beer. Just have or the one. Just have Hundo. one. Yeah, that's so many. Just just one is like enough or two. Just one when you two. think they're not weird enough with their scat porn and right. stuff. This this is the weirdest. Yeah, that is a lot of different kinds of beer that doesn't get you drunk. And also it's just, just as many calories. It's like all the calories. Right. And none of the benefits. I mean, I, it's just drink water. And also, like, to get the carbo load after exercise. Like, I know after distance races, they, you know, they yeah. give you the free drink coupon. You get one beer. But, like, overall, like, that's just kind of bullshit. To have a non-alcoholic beer, what's the point of that? I 100% agree. It's Yeah, you're not doing it for the athletic benefit. They just eat a sweet potato or some rice or something if you need the carbs. Well, Promise, sweet potatoes taste like garbage. They're not but, my favorite. They're not my favorite. But anyway, um, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, speaking of places that are into some dirty business, mm-hmm. China, Ed. Mm-hmm. China. China. China is like one big McDowell's from coming to America. Yeah, it's like a- when I was there, it's just one ripoff after another of like things that sort of sound like American franchises or, you know, German franchise or whatever. It's just anything that sort of sounds right. It's just, it's been ripped off in, in on a street in China. Don't they have their own Paris there? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, they've built like a, you know, like the one in Las Vegas, but like, yeah, to scale, like there's own, you can go to Paris in China. Because they have so many people and so much land. Oh, it's an enormous place. They could just do whatever. So they're like, hey, we want our own Paris. So just build like one a little bit smaller. and just. It's always crazy when you, he- like, you hear about some incident in a city in China, and it's not Shanghai or Beijing. It's like this city you've never heard of, and they're like, population, 19 million. What? <laughs> yes. It's like these crazy yeah. populations like... What? I've never even heard of that place. I know. I know. It's crazy. There's That's so, bigger than all the U.S. cities combined. Right? There's, there's so many people in China. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Well, also, they got a lot of rules there. Like, you go there, and they got it figured out. Like, they, you can't get on the internet. You can't go on Amazon. You can't download any porn. Like, somehow they know 
how to just block everything out. It's like a state-run internet. And yet you can't cross the street there because they don't obey the, the traffic rules. Yeah. Well, also, if you get – if you hit somebody with your car in China, yeah, the, the way their laws work is that if you maim somebody in a car accident – and you can look this mm-hmm. up because I read about it. You are responsible for paying for that person's care for the rest of their life. Oof. But if you kill somebody in a car accident, you just got to make one a one-time payout to the family. Oh, so you run them over if you hit them. Yeah. So somebody if they hit a pedestrian and just like get them on the hip and like knock them across the intersection, they'll race over and fucking run them over again and then back over them and just make sure he's dead. <laughs> so, and they'll do this to children. Cause they're like, Oh, oh fuck. Oh yeah. Especially if you're paying for the rest of their life, right, that means kid, the rest of your life you're paying for. Right. Them. This kid could live 87 more years. I can't have that. It's a fucking lot of money. So I'll just pay him a couple grand wow. right now. Give, give his mom, a, you know, five grand and I'm out of this. Because he's dead. Well, another thing that they're cracking down on in China is their tradition of funeral strippers. Ed. <laughs> the country's Ministry of Culture, air quotes culture, announced late last month that it will be targeting a slew of rural provinces, all population about 9 million each, for their obscene and vulgar performances at weddings, funerals, and temple fairs. As part this of is, this is the opposite of the Great Leap Forward. This is a Great Leap Backward right. for China. As part of the new crackdown, a special hotline will be set up for the public to report any quote funeral misdeeds in exchange. I mean, for- talk about the fun police. In exchange for a monetary reward. This way, that's China likes to get uh, their people to narc each other out too. It has been a long time tradition in rural China for residents to hire strippers to partake in body performances at funerals in order to attract a larger attendance of mourners. Oh, yeah, because it's like more like, hey, Tim, way to die last month. Like, your funeral sucked. Hardly anybody went, you piece of shit. <laughs> Good Chinese name, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to sound racist. Hey, uh, hey, Chang. Chang. Chang, you're... You fucking suck at dying, dude. You're, you had that cancer for two years and you finally yeah, you, died. You just bummed everybody out. Yeah, Nobody's showing up. There were only like 200 people at your shitty funeral, whereas... <laughs> Dong, he had a thousand people. He had fucking strippers and shit. Like next time, yeah. get some strippers, loser. Right. Um, if I don't see them titties, I'm not mourning. Ah, exactly. You know, it's like I don't. A funeral shouldn't be a sad thing. Ed. It is crazy how different cultures are. Um, when I remember going to a uh, a funeral for an Italian guy. Oh yeah, and, uh, the mom and, like and, crawls in the ca- casket and stuff yeah. with the wife. Yeah, but it was it was like when I first started uh, working at this place, and an Irish guy came up to me. I was going through the door, and he goes, "Eddie, I don't know if you've been to one of these, but it's nothing like an Irish funeral. Like, just stay quiet. <laughs> like, it gets real dark." 
Wow. And I don't know. I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, if I, I have written out like some sort of will, but I feel like I should put in there, like, you know, people shouldn't take it so seriously. Like, whatever. Try to enjoy yourself. Yeah, totally. Like, have, like I would want maybe not strippers at my funeral. I mean, I don't like. I'm just not a big strip club guy. Me either. I don't want like my uncle getting a hand job or any of my friends like. Yeah, getting, that that getting, line to the bathroom would be kind of creepy. Right, getting getting blown in the rec room or anything. But maybe like get Van Halen to reunite or like something cool. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's not Van Hagar, right? Go with the 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 original it's original lineup. Obviously, not and definitely not the Gary Sharon years. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think even Gary Sharon wants no. that to happen. Is, is is he New Jerseyan? I feel like um, what was that band he was in? More than words. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they were but New Jersey. I remember my uh, my buddy got tickets to like. I mean, this was Van, Han- Van Halen well after the expiration date. Yeah. And it was like in college and we went and uh, it was after like a real hot day of uh, lifeguarding. So I was like pretty much suffering through heat stroke. And uh, Eddie, it was the day before Eddie Van Halen was going to get back surgery. Oh, yeah. So he was like stationary the whole time. It was like a real bummer. Yeah. I saw the um, reunite when they reunited with um, David Lee Roth in like '08 or something. Yeah, they had like one tour. It was a big tour, and but this you could tell like the whole band hated him, and they had Eddie's son, a Wolfie. Wolfie was the bass player, and so it was like all Van Halen people. And oh, because they shit on what's his name? They turned Michael on Anthony. Them. Yeah, because Michael I, Anthony was loyal to Sammy Hagar. He's like, let's keep doing this with Sammy. Yeah, but what? What's what was with that name, Michael Anthony? You know, I actually know that. He's, okay, he has his real name is like something Polish, and he so he just did the go with the first name, and then your middle name is your last name. Right. Michael Anthony, it was like Kobaleski or something. Um, so it was, oh yeah, Van Halen. So it was kind of a bummer. Like you could tell, like that that David Lee Roth, he was really trying to ham it up, and he couldn't hit the notes, and he wasn't really doing the high kicks. And I'm pretty sure he's got a toupee. This yeah. Like, oh what? yeah, because he was he was on the fade in the early '80s. Yeah, and it was like, and it was just, and I'm like. 80% sure that David Lee Roth is gay. Is that, is that I, like a known thing? Yeah, I thought he was, but like, it's, I don't think he's out, but I think whereas, he's, not that that matters. Not that that's, that would actually make for a better Hagar, performance. Yeah. I know. Hagar, he wrote a whole book about all the women he banged. Oh, like yeah. they would take like while a, uh, a drum solo was going on, he'd have yeah. sex with somebody backstage. H- Hagar, I actually know somebody that's like neighbors with Hagar, and Hagar's like seventy. And yeah, he, he, well, hopefully he doesn't play that "I Can't Drive" fifty-five he, song too. The dude looks, the dude looks amazing. Like he's ooh, real dangerous. <laughs> he can't drive fifty-five well, miles an hour. He's the eighties. <laughs> That was the speed limit back then. Woo. Rule breaker. <laughs> I'm going to follow this up with, I don't do crosswalks. <laughs> he, was the, he was the red rocker, Ed. He was, had those red pants. 
Yeah. It was like, you know, the thing about, I was not a fan of the Van Hagar right. era. Nobody, nobody really is. But the thing is, is that Sammy Hagar is like much more talented musician than David Lee Roth. It's just I get that it. He wasn't the it. first guy like the, you know, like all right. like Van Halen one is like so transcendent. And they did that with David Lee Roth. But then they had way more hits with Hagar. Like, you know, right. Was in the I would say it's like there. Genesis, right? Wasn't it used to be Peter yeah. Gabriel, yes. but Phil Collins and Phil Collins. Yeah. He's a better musician, but yeah. like, Oh yeah. Douche. Totally. He's got that round head. And also when they yeah, when perfectly round. Yeah. Look like a cabbage patch kid. When that when they when Peter Gabriel was the singer, they were like this avant garde, like art rock band. And then right. he leaves and then they're like, I can't dance. I yeah. you know, they just yeah, like like douche chill. She seems to have the invisible touch. You know, they're like all like they're playing the bass with no headstock or anything, and it's like all keyboards and shit, and it's like, come on. Like yeah. it's not that's not rock and roll. A lot of keyboards. Uh, so, anyways, no more strippers at Chinese funerals. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I was thinking about going to a Chinese funeral, but now I'm gonna pass. Hard pass. Um, and I was. It's rare that I. I'm not like very active on Twitter. Nor am I. And really? I just I got a notification this evening. It is my Twitter anniversary, oh. but it didn't tell me which date. I oh, so I guess 2012. That sounds about right. So depressing. Um, but I did laugh the other day when our when our, one of our loyal listeners, Alex and Clearwater, was accusing me of being placist. I can't remember what we were discussing, but he, <laughs> he accused me of being placist. Oh, so it was during The Bachelor because the, the Bachelor went to – I know you've been – I don't have to tell you, Ed. You've loyal watcher The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, the Bachelor had to go to all these – home the hometowns of the chicks like the final three chicks or four okay and the first one she's like from la so he's like hey we're here we're here in la and i'm like okay that's a place and then the next chick was like from minnesota where it's i think they shot this in like october but it was like frigid cold and they had they were all bundled and had scarves and it just looked shitty and you probably would have liked it you like that weather yeah and then, it sounds delightful and then as a as a date they went apple picking and I, so i was like oh fuck minnesota and then somebody i can't remember where but the other two, oh, one of the chicks was from arkansas like come on and then <laughs> the, go to Walmart. Oh, the, the other chick was from virginia beach and i'm like oh hey that's a place you know that's she had the nicest yeah house. virginia beach is where like iverson is from though oh right oh so it's a little dangerous there it can be oh i didn't know that uh so you know i was just like kind of like making fun of, and this so alex and clearwater great loyal listener was like, Oh, you're being placist. And I, and I'm like, well, I mean, this chick was from Arkansas. Like what, what can you say about? And he's like, well, everywhere has nice places to which loyal Twitter follower Dolomite D responded out of the blue, not Ohio. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and I, I don't think I've ever been to Ohio. <laughs> I just found that so fucking funny. I, I've never been to Ohio. Um, I, Michelle was watching The Bachelor, I think yesterday, and I walked into the room. I was doing something in the kitchen, and I hear this like long discussion, and I was like, "Michelle, this this chick is insane. What she's saying," yeah. and uh, and she goes, "Oh yeah, she's really into taxidermy." Oh yeah, I like her. That's Kendall. 
She's the one from LA. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sent home. Yeah. She, was, she was sent back and she wouldn't commit. Uh, but speaking of Ohio, it's a little fracas. And we've, we've discussed it here. Ohio is basically. They, they love murdering people. <laughs> Midwestern Florida. They've had, they've had the most U.S. presidents. They produced the most U.S. presidents and uh, far and away the most U.S. serial killers, as we've discussed. Okay, far. Yeah. Dahmer uh, was a Buckeye. Yeah. Um, well, two people were arrested and a man is recovering after getting into a bit of a spat at a home in Akron. It's never good. There's like domestic violence is never funny, especially out to 10, take a breath, relax. And these two, you know, a lot of times the, you know, household implements will get, will become involved. It's, it's usually like, oh uh, yeah, like throwing like you know like glass or something or like yeah, a baseball bat or, or like any of the clue, any of the clue weapons like that's the, right the lead pipe. Although lead pipe like they they're not really readily available unless you like go to Home Depot for yeah work. yeah like if you're in the plumbing supply business. I, mean, right. I don't really feel like they make maybe they've updated that game because a a lead pipe that's poison like you can't can't run any potable water through lead pipes. Right. So lead is poisonous. It will kill you. Right. And, and Miss Scarlet didn't seem like the type of person who would have a, access to a lead pipe. Uh, but Professor Plum. Professor Plum he, seemed like a rope guy. Oh, yeah. And what about Mustard? What's he, He's a knife guy. Colonel Mustard. Mustard. Mustard knife. Why would he be hanging out with a professor? It Colonel. It's a weird group. I, I remember they tried to make a movie of this in the 80s. It was a Pretty boring board game. I can't imagine the movie was any better. Yeah, I'm still bitter. I one time played it and just guessed it right on the first time. <laughs> and my whole family accused me of cheating. And I was like, well, like you saw it. I was like, no, this was like the single greatest moment in family board game history. <laughs> and there's all, Well, there's only like so many combinations. I know. And I, I, just, I always, my go-to was always like, I just picked the things that I found the coolest. Yeah. So whatever <laughs> so, it was, it was like yeah. Colonel Mustard with yeah. the revolver yes. in the billiard room or whatever yes. it was. Yes. And like I nailed it and everybody called me a cheater. So like I never wanted to play again. <laughs> I mean, I'd just be happy that the game was over. Uh, well, these people got into a d- domestic dispute and they, they had a, an interesting weapon that they chose to attack each other with, Ed. Okay. It wasn't a lead pipe or even a mm. knife, but instead it was a chainsaw. <laughs> Officers responded to Baird Street. Shortly after 9 p.m. Tuesday for a fight with injuries. When they arrived, they found the 52-year-old victim on the couch in the living room covered in blood. The victim told police his former roommate, William Mitchell, and his roommate's girlfriend, Aaliyah Wiley, came over and started to argue about owed money. This would be an awesome clue. If it was Ohio clue, I would definitely play it. They should should make an Ohio clue. Aaliyah in the laundry room with uh, Tide Pods. <laughs> After, accord, according to the police, the victim and Mitchell began physically fighting and fell to the floor next to a chainsaw in the living room. Ed, look around your study right now. Any 
Any outdoor? Is there an edger around? Mm, a phone charger? I got a phone, yeah. phone charger. Any? I don't like. I would have to search. I don't. I doubt I could even borrow a chainsaw from any of my neighbors. I definitely couldn't. No, <laughs> I live miles from the nearest chainsaw. Yeah. After a struggle, Mitchell picked up the saw and hit the victim with the chainsaw oh, blades. Man. The victim was cut on his hands and arms and tried to flee out the front door. He fell, so Mitchell and Wiley dragged him back into the house. Akron police said the fight continued with Wiley hitting the victim in his back and legs with the saw. All right. I want all of our uh, users to hit us up on Twitter. or it, like, Let's see if we can get a good Ohio clue series of yes. weapons and, and yeah. rooms and names. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, there's, they're all fine, but a couple of them are in jail. Ohio natives are restless. Yeah. It's, you know, they just, they like to kill there. They, right. the lakes on fire. Yeah. yeah. What they're, where they've reached, they've reached full maturity and they're ready to kill. Now they need, yeah. Someone to murder, and if not, they're turning on their like roommates, buddies. The Browns are in the market for a quarterback. It's you know, it's not not an ideal situation. Well, Ray Carruth is getting out of jail soon, so maybe they could see if he could switch to quarterback. Is that true? I saw he's not only is he, he getting out of jail, he's trying to fight for custody of the oh. uh, the mentally like challenged. Yeah. Boy, that he left behind. Like yeah. there was, a, I, I remember seeing all he like maybe kill. real sports or something. Like a beautiful story of that grandmother has raised this kid, and he's like, you know, he's like eighteen now. It's been a long time, and uh, I was going to say like, he's yeah, probably I an want, adult. He's like, yeah, I want, I want custody of this kid. Well, no, he can't, he can't live on his own, right? And I want to like fix my errors or something. It's like, no, you, you should never be around this kid. Just. I don't think Ray Carruth was in the league long enough to get a pension, was he? I think you have to play like five pretty, years. I mean, he didn't he didn't play long, but he was actually pretty good, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, I know he was pretty good. Seems like a poor career choice to murder. Yeah, and didn't really have much of a plan. Right. It's, he oh. hired a couple of dummies. Yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of similar to a Tanya Harding situation. Like there wasn't a great exit strategy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't really well thought out. Did you see the the Tanya Harding movie? I, you know, the weirdest thing, considering I live right next to New York City, it really was never playing anywhere. Really, like it was like one theater in like on the Upper East Side, and I was like, eh, I, hopefully it'll get to me. And it just never came out around uh, here. Well, when it never came out in any of the neighboring towns in New Jersey, and nowhere in like lower half of manhattan that's so crazy just, yeah it's well, weird because it, it, it's had a big star yeah and it's a you know uh it's a, I big heard it was a movie. fun movie yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it so if you get a chance to see it highly recommend um all right it's time i don't know if anybody heard her I didn't. I didn't hear it this time. Furiously opening mail earlier, or the <laughs> click clack of her footwear on the Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters hardwood floors. But at any rate, everybody knows who she is. 
and what she's doing here. She comes on every week. Made a special appearance on the Bachelor episode last week. I'm really sorry you missed that, Ed. Although she hasn't been watching. Uh, but she joins us every week to tell us what is going on in the world of pop culture. You know who she is. It's our very own Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Hey, Kate. I am quiet as a mouse. Oh, my God. You guys are making up that I make noise. You know what's I, You're I, gaslighting I, I, me I, I and trolling me. I didn't hear you this show, <laughs> yeah. but I did hear you the previous 200 shows. Yeah, that's right. 208 shows. Yeah, except for the few that she missed. Well, she was she was out of the country for uh, like eight uh, of them. So it's probably it's not even me that you can hear. But today it's I probably didn't hear just you. Like, yeah, some she, other background noise. She likes to come in and make noise. And what's it's funny? So quiet. I don't even close the garage door. What's funny is is that um, she's she's very most of the time she's very soft spoken, unless you happen to be in a movie theater. Then she becomes a black woman. Yeah, and then she's like, "Hey, why is he doing that? Like, do what do you thinks?" And I'm like, "Shh, shh, shh. This is what? Also I, I'm not being loud. Total gaslighting, and not true. What? It's fine. No one cares. It's fine. Okay, just more like this. Use not my, true. Use my voice. You're such an exaggerator. You make up stories. Um, yeah, I'm pretty close. Uh, let's do a couple email before we get into the pop culture segment. Brian, Ed, and Fancy, I'm a little short on time, so I'm going to cut to the chase. Who in the fuck is 6699? He can't possibly be a real thing, can he? Thanks for keeping it baller, Ben906. Ed, uh, this seems like a hip-hop person. It's I've never it's heard of this. The number six followed by I-X, and then the number nine followed by I N E six six nine nine nine. I'm looking it up now. I don't. Kate, you're pretty six nine rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pretty clued into the. Uh, not no. I mean, I, I struggle. Yeah. Oh, there was a there was a uh, a massive brawl at LAX with this person. Oh, really? Is he? Does he have anything to do with Young Dolph? Because my guy's Young Dolph. Well, rapper Takashi sixty nine, aka six six nine nine. Oh, is he Asian? Takashi? That's commercial. He looks like he's definitely partial. I have a lot of windows. I have a lot of windows open. Yeah. Okay. And I can me, never tell. Is there? What are the job prospects for somebody who you has ready? a giant sixty nine on their forehead? Oh yeah. Oh, this guy's freaky looking. Oh my god. Oh my god. This guy's gotta, very disturbing. You gotta think even the tat- tattoo That's artist from his is like, hit song, you sure you want to go with the giant 69? Right. <laughs> yes. are, do you need this? Like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, Maybe this is better on your shoulder? Because like, yeah. you, might, you might need to apply for a loan sometime. Yeah, just maybe under, like, under the clothing somewhere. I don't know how I missed this story about him. They, they all need they all need facial um, these days. Here's a headline was, for you. On the cheek. Sentencing in rapper Six Nine's child sex case delayed because he failed his GED. <laughs> what? As part of the plea deal, rapper Six Nine took after pleading guilty to the use of a child in a sexual performance in 2015. The rising star was ordered to complete his GED. In this case, the sexual performance involved a 13-year-old girl who appeared nude 
and engaged in a sex act with another party in a series of videos 6ix9ine appeared in and posted on social media. Oh, this 6ix9ine keeps it real. Yeah, if you missed the 69 on his forehead, giant one on neck, and the giant one on his chest, and the giant one on his stomach, there are also 69 69s on his left arm. And, and wow. in the image oh, really? that you are That's... looking at, does he have like rainbow fronts? Like covering his yeah. teeth. Yeah. 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 That picture with the weed come. No, no thanks to you, Ben. Ben. And it's interesting because this guy's called Ben 906. Ben 906. No thanks to you for introducing me to six and six sign. Wait, six, six. Just call him Takashi 69. Yeah. Takashi 69. Um, this guy really loved that sexual act. Apparently. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's you really gotta love something. Most most overrated sex act. Yeah, the, I would say it was a debacle. The times I the the few times it ever happened in my life. It's just you know, it seems like it's a better idea, but it's like you can't concentrate really enough on what you're doing, and you can't really enjoy what's no. being done to you. It's like no, it's, way less of bad, both things. It's a, it's a lot of bad angles. Yeah, and it, yeah, like, and I'm just you know I'm generalizing. Yeah, but I just feel like if somebody has a bleeding skull on their cheek, they're probably not a generous lover. No, I wouldn't think so. Apparently, his mixtape just dropped I the other day. Think so I wouldn't think so. And he has a seven point five million dollar contract that he just signed with who? With a record label? I guess. Um, after his court last court appearance, um. He pledged to his attorney that he would take mad courses and repeatedly take his GED <laughs> yeah. until he passes. Yeah. How old is he? I'm not sure, but um, there was a young girl pushing a stroller waiting for him outside uh, the courthouse I mean, who looks no older than 14. Oh, no. So he likes him young, huh? But he must be young if he's taking his GED. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is somebody calling him dad? <laughs> Six, nine. You um, call him daddy 69? Like, that seems... You know, just wrong. Anyway, the answer is he's horrendous. Yeah. That, uh, that's the answer to your email. Kate, now that you're aware of who 6ix9ine is, will you be 69ing? Are you, are you fantasizing about 69ing with 6ix9ine? <laughs> What's wrong with during, you? What? No. During the, What's actually wrong with you? <laughs> during the Google search, it just said, <laughs> there's a picture and it says the ugliest rapper in, <laughs> in the game. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not handsome, that's for sure. No. Um okay, another email. Thanks for that, Ben906. Here's another one. Hey fellas and Kate. This was from the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast, and I'm kind of confused by Brian and Stu's derogatory statements towards men wearing scarves. Not to piggyback off Rome show and his confusion of a PGA golfer being lured drunk to get rolled and beat up. Oh, I should have edited this because I don't know what he's talking about. And you, Brian, going antiquing without being lured. I have my question. How does a man who wears a fanny pack throw shade at men who wear scarves? I'm just saying a straight man wearing a fanny pack is normal, but a straight man can't wear a scarf. Nope. Kind of a dichotomy. No. I rock my scarf hard at work. Thanks. If you could clarify, hashtag team night showers, hashtag team floss daily. You all are awesome. Keep up the awesome and hard work. David in Salt Lake. Uh, I, hey, fuck scarves. I, like, didn't, I didn't realize. 
I didn't know get David was gay. Because <laughs> he wears a scarf. Oh, you're, Ed, you're also anti scars. I thought you might, because you love the cold and you love being bundled up yeah. against the cold. I thought, no, no, no. I love the cold. I don't love scarves. No, you're That's not a, fighting the cold. Right. It's just like, just zip up your jacket. Like, if you're worried about your neck getting cold. No, but if he's saying he's rocking them at work, he's not doing it because he's cold. He's doing it because he's, like he's cultivating indoors. a look. He's indoors. That's, that's kind of like wearing an ascot. A scarf. Look, I mean, Brian dresses like uh, Punky Brewster. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that we, we got to, we got to, you know. I like a lot of different patterns. Punky yeah, Brewster I, was my nickname mm-hmm. when I was that's in right. like the seventh grade. Yes. Um, look, we all have our weird things. I've got a t-shirt of the referee from Karate Kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's cool. But just know that people think you're gay (laughs) when you're wearing a a scarf. Um, Kate, you often wear scarves, but you're a chick. What about dudes that wear scarves? What are your thoughts on them? You Mm. into it? You into it as a style choice? Yeah, it depends on the person. I mean, not, mostly not yeah, for dudes, but course. every now and then you'll see like a manly guy pulling it off somehow. Yeah. You're not really sure how, but they're they're doing it. What about those dudes right. that wear like a blazer, like George Hamilton, who wear like a blazer and the scarf, George Hamilton and the scarf isn't even like on the neck; it's just around the jacket oh, lapels. You're talking about like those uh, opera conductors who wear that white scarf. <laughs> yes. you're talking about yeah. Yeah, like that. Is, I mean, it like can work even, in certain situations. You're not even that can using work. the scarf. You could. Neither of you guys could pull it off, right? So don't try. What about Lenny Kravitz when he wears that blanket scarf? Lenny it's Kravitz a, is his own yeah. Yeah. monster. He can pull yeah. off a bamboo uh, vest. Yeah, that blanket scarf. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I forgot about that. Just that Lenny Kravitz. He if you've never so seen, He's if you've so never good. seen it, Google. Do Remember yourself a favor and Google during the performance. Google yeah. Lenny yeah, Kravitz cock, blanket scarf. He had a cock ring on. He had a cock explosion. Yeah, but his pants. He was wearing leather pants, and they were like Velcro. Like he intended for his cock. But, to but no matter what, like I just said, I showed Michelle the clip. I was like. Oh, check out this clip. And then she watched it like 65 more times. Of course. Well, Lenny Kravitz is beautiful. He is beautiful. There's there's just nothing. Roxy Broker. Yeah. I mean, the guy's guy's gorgeous. Who was dad? Uh, Okay, Kate. What was his dad, Mr. Bentley? I mean, his dad was white. (laughs) His dad. If it was Mr. Bentley, that's an impressive uh, pull for that guy. Because, I mean,. Mr. Bentley seemed a little gay. Did you have the Jeffersons in your home country of Australia? No. They don't have black people in Australia. No. no. Yeah, they do. They have uh, oh, Aborigines. Well, we did have the, the Cosby show. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. That was everywhere. Yeah. America's dad. I wonder whatever his <laughs> name. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What's uh, happening in fancy pop? Let's knock this out. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with celebrity marriages. Oh, yes. It's always a nice mm-hmm. place to start, right? Yeah. Comedian yes. Amy Schumer tied oh, the knot. I did see that. And a surprise Who'd she marry? Yeah. Some rando, right? Some chef. Her boyfriend yeah. is a chef yeah. in New York. Yeah. Maybe he has his own restaurant. I'm not sure. Good for him? Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Another shock wedding. Yes. Instagram was freaking out. I was I have to admit I follow this person and I was very Model surprised. Model Emily Ratajkowski t- 
tied the knot and announced it on Instagram at a surprise wedding with her boyfriend of like weeks. Oh, that's not a good idea. Sebastian someone. Ooh, sounds like a scarf Sebastian wearer. Bearclaw. Well, did he wear a scarf? Bear McClard. I'm sorry, who is he? He's an actor, director, oh, producer no. type. He oh, made no. that new movie um, with Rob Patterson, Pattinson, the bank heist one that was got a lot mm. of... Oh, it was, it was well-reviewed, Well-reviewed. Right? Yeah. Anyway, she married this guy um, hot on the heels of a breakup very recently from her ex, Jeff Majid, I think who was a music exec. And Jeff is very upset about this and feels like uh, Emily is doing this specifically to get back at I'd him. I'd be upset too. That seems like a good way to get back at somebody. Like do something where there's lots of paperwork. Yeah. And he feels like he burdens. Well, yeah. it happens. He feels like Emily's doing this to spite him yeah. because he never chicks put a are, ring on it. Chicks are nuts. I will yeah. say this. She's one of the just great pieces of ass walking the work walking the earth today and it's kind of weird to have a long-term relationship with someone break up with them start dating someone new and weeks into that new relationship get married weeks isn't enough time to get to know someone m i wish you all the luck in the world but i don't have a great feeling about the longevity of this union keep those instagram pictures sorry girl because you look fine okay what else kate um, where do you want to go now? Crimes and misdemeanors or sexual misconduct? I what category? always go sexual misconduct. Ed, do you agree? Yeah. Melrose Place star. Oh. Mm. Jamie Lunar, oh. a.k.a. Lexi Sterling, has been accused of sexual misconduct with a teen that allegedly took place in 1998. What? A man who's currently in his 30s. Yeah. Alleged that Lunar, now 46, performed oral sex on him. He's complaining about this, by the way. What when a, he was 16 years old and she would have been 26 or oh 27. Oh, my God. I have a hard time believing this because if if I got blown by a chick on Melrose Place, and this chick must have come on Melrose Place after the chick I was dating stopped and I stopped dating because I don't remember this chick on Melrose Place. She was a redhead. You would remember yeah. her. Uh, I remember her name. Her name is Lexi Sterling. The character's name. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I remember She's this, this one chick. Here. I remember this chick. Oh, I see her. Uh, has she been in other stuff? I was into the other redhead. Oh, you know, you know, what she was on. Yeah, she I was, know the other redhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. was way into her. Um, this chick was the oldest daughter on Just the Ten of Us. That's correct. I I know who you're talking about. Ding, ding, ding. She was on a she, like she would pop up a lot of places on the eight in the eighties. I think she might have been on Growing Pains. Um, it's, it's a, well, yeah, that was a the that oh, spin whole family. Off. He was yeah. the gym teacher, right? The just the ten of us was the gym teacher, right? Uh, so a- anyway, yeah. you get blown by a chick that's like a fucking hottie. Like you don't keep it a secret for twenty years, and then like, take yeah. her to court. Yeah, and you definitely don't do that. You tell your mates. You get on top of a building also, with a bullhorn. You don't. You let people know. Well. He's trying right to go public because the statute of limitations in California has already lapsed. Yeah. So it's unlikely any charges will be filed. It's not like she's got any money. So he's really announcing it to everybody. Uh, what? I'm looking at a picture of her four bitch. years ago. Yeah. Still on board. Yeah. Hey. She looks good. Yeah. You see if she's you're a little old for her, unfortunately. Imagine, Moving on. Imagine how nuts you would have to be as a woman to be 26 years old and 
thinking it was a good idea to give a blowjob to a 16 year old kid. Yes, I can't. Yeah. Like that is um, nuts. Because that's but only like. The judge and be like, look, I've, I've really changed my life. Yeah. I'm not that person anymore. Uh, by the way, my most recent credit is a lover betrayed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It actually makes me feel really ill thinking about it. It's four years older than my, less than four years older than my stepson. Easy. Um, The that is kind of gross. Um, But for the but from the kids' perspective, she was in an episode of Better Call Saul. Oh, she was. She was dreamy woman. Oh wow, hasn't worked out for her. She's doing extra work. Okay, Kate, what else? Um, Shits hit the fan for Ryan Seacrest. His ex-stylist has detailed her abuse allegations. Susie Hardy has come forward with detailed allegations against Seacrest. She says she was subjected to years of unwanted sexual aggression from Ryan, who says she had a crush on him. Yeah. Oh, on her, sorry. Um, Among the claims are that he grinded his erect penis against her while clad only in his underwear, groped her vagina, and at one point slapped her buttocks so hard that it left a large welt still visible hours later. I mean, that's quite a slap. Do you think she was like, do you think he was like, she was his assistant? He's like, hey, come in here, Seacrest out. And she's like, what do you mean, you're leaving? And he's he's like, no, Seacrest out. And he like points down to his dong, and his dong would be like out. And he'd be like, Seacrest out. And then he'd be like, why don't you jerk me off? Do you think? Do you think he made her wear a mask of George Clooney so he could get erect? Well, yeah, maybe he's circulating this because he's concerned about the gay rumors. You know, the sad part is I saw like, well, he's still hosting the Oscars or you know one of these. He's probably red carpet or whatever. Yeah, carpet. You know, we lost a goddamn senator over way less than this. Like, why can't this career's this guy's career be ruined? It's not the same. And that whole Franken thing was just a plot. Yeah, uh, okay. fine, but but I mean, he did the right. Ryan Seacrest, we need we need to find I'm a way to derail his career. It was this a is plot. it. He's still going. Who's go? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I haven't encountered Ryan Seacrest in as long as I can remember. Like, I don't watch anything that he does. Although I am kind of bummed that he's on with Kelly, who I'm a yeah. huge fan of. And but I don't watch her show, but I do follow her on Instagram. And once in a while, they'll like be vacationing together. Which I'm not into. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to the doctors this week, and that was on. And yeah. I mean, he really has nothing to say. No, he does. Like it was, it was the start of the show. I guess you know they're like catching they, up they, on the weekend. Yeah, they do. Com- they do banter. And it was like, holy shit, this guy's got nothing to say. Yeah. He's not a but he enunciates movie. it real well. But that um, New Jersey zone, Kelly Ripa, Ed. I mean, is she a she has my autograph. Yes. She has I know. <laughs> Don't forget that. She is delightful. Very big fan of hers. Uh, okay. Kate McManus, what else? Crimes and misdemeanors. Oh, we're still doing mm-hmm. that one. Heather Locklear. The Woody uh, Allen movie. Uh, arrested following domestic dispute. Uh, Actress Heather Locklear arrested on Sunday night following suspe- suspected domestic incident that took place at her home. Don't get old. Best known for her 90s primetime soap opera as well, Melrose Place. DJ Hooker, too. She was booked yeah. on one count of Smed. felony domestic battery and Smed three counts that. of battery for allegedly attacking three responding Ventura County Sheriff's deputies. Well, she lives in Ventura. 
9.30 p.m. Sunday night. North, north of L.A. Um, there was a domestic incident between Locklear and her boyfriend. It's a county. Um, apparently, she went nuts. Yeah, she's went a little nuts. Went nuts on some cops, too. She's a little nuts. Um, she might nuts. be on some D-rugs or yeah. some meds. She's got a very rough-looking mugshot out there now. I think she had some, some troubles back when she was married to Sambora. Yes, indeed. Right. Who had troubles of his own. Right. Moving on. Vanilla yes. Ice is accused of leaving his oh, estranged wife's bank account in the cold. Laura Van Winkle filed for divorce in 2016. <laughs> this year, filed documents accusing the rapper of hiding some of their assets and property in their Laura split. Van she found I'd out. I'd be like, that- look, Ice, if I'm, if I'm going to take your name, I'm going to be Laura Ice, Ice yes. not Laura Van Winkle. Yes. Well, she Laura found Vanilla. out that he had transferred money to his company, Van Rap yeah. Limited. So sick. <laughs> what company is that? He isn't he a contractor now? Probably drives, mm. probably drives a van, right? Like van. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that Ice had had recently been on Dancing with the Stars. You'll rap at your kids' party, like van. Rap. Oh, he's on Dancing with the Stars, so he, he must was. be a huge star now. <laughs> yes, yes he is. Big demand. <laughs> uh, Bob Van Winkle. Well, um, so they're going at it, doing it court Monday for uh, a hearing in the uh, case. Divorces. Well, I mean, I'm sure all the financial stuff will be ironed out because he's, you know, he's a big earner these days. Yes. So it'll all work. Well, he, he allegedly hid millions. That's Was true. Really? Yes. Yeah, and he just sold a house for $3.8 million yes. and he hid the funds. Oh, so he really does have money. Yeah. He's got some money. I would have thought, thought no because he really just had the one song. I know. But that was back when he probably sold millions of whatever CD that song was on. And but ha- Hammer went broke. That's true. And he had a couple. But Hammer was living the baller lifestyle. Like that's maybe. true. He had he. I mean, he is the ultimate. Uh, yeah. Like uh, what is it? Not behind. Yeah, Fall behind the music. Race. Yeah, yeah. He had everybody on the payroll. Yeah, and he had that sad re- revelation. He's like, you know, I realized once the money started going, I didn't have as many friends as I thought I did. Yeah, exactly. Took you. <laughs> took you. That's a hard lesson. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else, Kate? Nope. That's it for tonight. Oh. Fantastic job! You we are, fucking really killed it this welcome. week. I gotta be honest. Like this was we we were pretty delightful. We're so good. We're so good at this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how great we've become. Yeah, it's just it's stunning. Really, I'm always yeah. shocked. Yeah, it's, out of I listen back and I just laugh and laugh yeah. at the shit I say and the shit you guys say. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's it. That'll do it. Episode 209 in the books mm. for 209. Kate McManus. That's my rap name. <laughs> 209. Now you have to get it tattooed on your forehead. Yeah, uh, because that's what I'm I'm gonna weigh eventually. That's very cool. Uh for Kate McManus, for Ed, that's Daly, me. Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode two hundred nine of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We We'll see you next week. Out.